Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast it's our second part of our two-part Wrestlemania special of the Getting Over podcast. Uh, same people as last time, myself, Mr. Woodmancy, Paul Williams, Matthew Moore, and we're diving into the second part of the uh, two-night show that is this year's Wrestlemania. Uh... If you're watching us on YouTube, do uh, subscribe and then uh, share with a friend. If you're not watching us on YouTube, jump over there and check us out. Uh, even though we're uh, we're in the lockdown, we're still on the video, so uh, do check us out over there. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast getting over WrestleMania Part Two. special again with a different setup um if you've not listened to the first part what are you doing stop go back sort yourself out um so yeah we've um we've had a bit of a refresh we've uh, we've had a bit of a t-shirt change definitely not due to spilling stuff down my thought and um yeah second half of the wrestlemania card to come but first we, we alluded to it in the first half We'll get to it in the second half. It's time for some more ready to grumble more people. Mr. Moore, he's like he's like chomping at the bit in his tiny little box. <laughs> I want, I want loads. Do we? I think, I think do we give? I was gonna say, do we? Do we give you the thirty seconds for your one now, and then do your other one at the end? So you can get caught back up, or do you just want a full minute to absolutely unload? I'll, I'll take the full minute to completely unload, and you guys can join in. <laughs> right, um, that's a sentence I never thought I would hear on this podcast, but there we go. <laughs> really? Right, okay. I've, I've, I've been literally waiting for it. That, that, that video's on the dark web somewhere. <laughs> right, Mr. Moore, are you ready? Yeah. I think it's time for people to draw draw a line under the Vince McMahon doesn't like this person anymore. He's decided that they're not worth kind of thing. So we had the rumours about Shayna Baszler. She's not worth it. You know, it's been, oh, he's out on, you know, Finn Balor. He's out on this superstar. He's out on this superstar. He doesn't like this person from NXT. He doesn't think they'll work on the main roster. Can we just put the... The Vince McMahon is a wrestling genius or a wrestling promoter genius thing to bed now. In the 80s, fine. In the 90s, he got lucky that two of the kind of best promo wrestlers ever came through his door and at the same time and kind of caught lightning in a bottle with everybody else that came through with it and just realised that he's out of touch now. You know, hand it over to five somebody seconds. else. What? Five seconds. You know, and then I'll open it out to the rest of you guys. You know, what's the best thing in Raw? Paul Heyman. Done. He's done. 
Well, um, safe to say Matt's sitting on the fence with his uh, opinions tonight. So, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> does anyone anyone want to anyone want to take the mantle next? Anyone want to take the next grumble? Should that not be your uh, your grumble then? I think it pretty much was, to be honest with you. <laughs> so there we have it. Paul is officially spent. Is the uh, <laughs> is the line I'm getting from that? Andy, have you got anything you wanna you wanna drop into this one? <coughs> I mean, Matt's raised a a good point. You know. Vince, <clears throat> it's been a it's been a long time of one foot out the door. Obviously, we've now got the XFL. This works on the principle that this is a normal day where everything's working, um, the wrestling's still going, and the XFL was still running and stuff like that. It's been far too long that he should have handed it over, and every sort of time or suggestion that it might have been happening it hasn't you know when triple h has just sort of been coming up and up and up further and further and further it sort of looked like that was going to be he was going to hand it over to stephanie and triple h and it's never happened the xfl thing was a bit like maybe he'll start moving away towards you know a different franchise still not well, weirdly, on the back of what you've just said as well, there was recently the, the rumours that Triple H has actually had a devotion, and it, it tied in with the same day that it was the first SmackDown without the crowd at the, the PC. And Triple H did everything that night, from introducing the show to being on commentary all night with Michael Cole, to even taking over a camera at one point and doing a bit of uh, camera work. But I quite like the fact that he alluded to what had happened by dropping into the conversation with Michael Cole. Well, for a guy who's just been demoted and, and pretty much the, the, the busiest man there's ever been. So it was quite funny that he even acknowledged that. But I think I, I, well, I completely agree with I can't really add to anything that you guys have said about that. Um, slightly, slightly different vein, because um, obviously it's Vince as a say on it, but... If someone wants to give me 30 seconds, I'll quite happily drop mine and, and then we'll get back into the uh, WrestleMania card. So, so, anyone got a stopwatch there? Yeah. Okay. Count me in. Go. Right. Why, why is WrestleMania going to be collectively included in the pre-show, considering that they have nobody really, you know, they can't have everybody in the building and all the rest of it. Why does it need to be nine hours long they don't need Black and Lashley with no build, they don't need Elias and Corbin, they don't need Otis and Ziggler, why is Goldberg there and the Raw Tag Team title match, one of them got injured and they've just chucked a random partner in who's not even on Raw or Smackdown, what is going on I'm pretty sure that's made up that's, that, that's my grumble this time I'm not going to mention that again. That's the rules from before. Just out. Oh. 
Right. Okay. Shall we get back to it, gents? Night two, or part two even of our podcast. These matches, again, might not be on night two. It's just the way that I've split the card when we were uh, discussing things. And last time, we started with a title match. This time, we'll start with what probably should be an opener again. One night or the other. And we'll go with Elias versus everybody's favourite, particularly Paul Williams. (laughs) Can I bring myself to call him King still? Let's go Baron Corbin. Not there. Um, Sorry, that fell out. Um, <laughs> Paul, are you just going to pick Corbin because he's your favourite? Uh, I don't know, really. This is this is like stereotypical like WWE booking for me because. They were pushing Elias for a long time. Then they just did nothing with him. Then he got injured. Then he came back. And they've still not done anything with him. Does anyone know whether he's supposed to be a good guy or a bad guy at this point? He's kind of just there. So. I think it's weird. It's almost like they want to do something with him, but they don't know what. And yeah, they obviously got the thing going with him with the what does WWE stand for? It's walk with Elias, and they had the thing with the like the instrument match the other week, which was strangely entertaining. I presume that's a kind of you know a, a, a thought thing from uh, from Paul Heyman. But it kind of seems to everything seems to kind of all right. Okay, then we're getting somewhere. Ah, uh, no, no. We'll put that to one side. I know, like, a lot of it's been affected by the fact people can't travel and people aren't going near there and everywhere. But, yeah, they seem to have, they seem to flip-flop between him being a heel and going back to the face. And, obviously, Vince has got... There's no such things as face and heels nowadays. There is. You know, um, but, yeah, I, I, I don't know. They don't, they don't seem to know what to do with him. But, obviously, Corbin is the heel in this match. Yeah. So, did you uh, did you get a deciding deciding vote about who's going to win that one, Paul? Uh, I I think there is. I know I know you all disagree to that, but I think there is something there we call. Um, and I reckon that for one, well, for better or worse, obviously Vince clearly sees something in it. So. If he sees something, it doesn't really matter if anyone else doesn't see anything. He's going to go with it. That's basically how it works. Because, you know, it spins his ball, and if he do not want anyone else to play with it, he's just going to take it and go over it. So, um, I reckon it'll be the start of a big year for Corbyn. And I won't be surprised if by the end of the year he's got one of the two championships. Okay, I'll put you, put you down for Corbin. Andy? If I'm honest, I'm struggling to care. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's one of those that when, when you'd sent through the, the list of the matches of the week and have a look and stuff, and obviously that's the 
the first match at the top of the second page and it's like really and you want me this is what we used to refer to as a throwaway match with the uh, uh, from from the NFL uh, podcast, it's the popcorn match. Yeah, yeah, it'd be in the middle the of the night. Match. It's the piss match. Get, get a beer, make a drink, make a sandwich, do something else, and and like your grumble, you know, why do we need this? Is it not supposed to be entertaining? Is it not supposed to be entertainment? Is this not? almost the opposite of that like, I'm just like I mean I'm not wearing any uh, trousers so I haven't got a coin to flip um, <laughs> the joys of video <laughs> uh, uh, that's, that's, that, that's definitely another podcast <laughs> podcast after dark um <laughs> Elias, um, Elias, okay. just, 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 whatever. Just, just to tie that in with uh, something that you you have mentioned there. Let's not forget that this is the match that was uh, created by the sports entertainment mastermind that is the recently debuted Rob Gronkowski. Look at Paul; he'd forgotten all about that. That's how, that's how impactful that was. Gronk, we haven't even mentioned. Oh him, God. Where, into the second podcast, and he is the host of this year's WrestleMania. On the basis, it's too big for one night. Don't forget. So he suggested this match, and then it happened. So surely he's got to be around somewhere. But again, why do we care? Like, why? I don't. They couldn't. I really they understand. couldn't have paired him with a superstar. People care about less. Than Mojo, <laughs> possibly more hated than Corbin. It's amazing. No, come on, not by me. I, I not by hate, Corbin. I can't hate anybody more than I hate Corbin on it, but it means he's doing a job. Regardless the of the feeling of uh, regardless yeah. of feelings of, of Mojo, though, can somebody, for the love of God, just pronounce his surname correctly? It's Rawley. That's how it's spelled. It's not Rally. It like, and this is me. You probably picked up. I've got quite a strong Hull accent. If I'm telling you you're pronouncing something wrong, job's fucked. Basically. So yeah, we have the only good thing that came out of the Grump thing was that it's 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 pretty obvious that. When he does become an in-ring performer, the first like schedule that he's going to have is obviously when Mojo turns on him, and good because if he's not his mate anymore, he might get sacked. <laughs> Fair enough. Because he's shit. He's one of the worst wrestlers I've ever seen. I just again, it's one more one can actually do. The, Whereas there's Raw, been, he's just awful. There's been no long-term planning again with him because he was pulling that weird kind of broken glass, self-reflective character, and then it's like, shit, WrestleMania, Gronk's here, <coughs> get hyped, get hyped, get hyped, fuck off. Um, <coughs> so yeah, not 
not happy with that. Um, with regards to being back to the match, though, it pains me to say it. Corbin's going to win. Yeah. Matt, are you rounding us up with a Corbin? Yeah, yeah. I can't believe we spent so long talking about this fucking match. <laughs> well, it's, it's because... Is that peeking out from underneath that I mean, I believe it was on the last one I expressed serious concerns around this match more by the way that it came about. I hate that bullshit. Uh, no time for... I'm absolutely not going to be at WrestleMania. It's time for the young guys. There's absolutely no way John Cena's at WrestleMania. Absolutely no way. It's time for the young guys. It's not. I'm going to ride off into the sunset. And by that, I'm going to turn round to be faced with my WrestleMania opponent. Cool. Um, so, you know, issues with this match. But at the same time, it, it, it's The Fiend. It's, yeah. Hopefully he'll just send John Cena off on his way. Um, but Fiend for me. Cool. Um, I cannot disagree I think the weirdly that the narrative going into the match six years ago was was much better than what they've had this time I, I genuinely believe that this is probably one of the matches that has suffered with the build with like the lack of the crowd and 
they can't really do theatrics in a building that's got no atmosphere. Um, so they can't they can't pull the whole story of this is what started the downward spiral, blah blah blah, and then not have him like complete the circle. Just can't do it. You said so, they can't do any theatrics in an empty arena, but on AEW no, they had Matt Hardy teleport from up on high to in the ring. What what I mean though is like you don't get the, the reaction. It's like no, like no. okay. So just just going back, just just very quickly skipping back to Elias and uh, Corbin. They did a thing this week where Corbin uh, Elias was doing a, a concert to the capacity crowd, and <laughs> um, Corbin knocked him off like a like a balcony. But they, they did it in such a way where it was shot so hokey that you could see that he fell onto a crash mat. They cut it and then they had the camera down from the top, so you could just see him like on the floor. But they can do the theatrics, but without without the reaction, it means shit all to me. Like, like look, if they'd have done that, uh, the, the bump that the Miz took last year against Shane off that rigging, if they'd have done that in an empty arena and they'd have shot it in the same way with cut people had been shitting all over that. Whereas, it's wrestling is supposed to be like live stunts, and if they're gonna start fucking about during the live match element of it, not for me. Yeah. But yeah, Fiend, Fiend's going to win. So every, everybody has gone with the Fiend, which is probably the least surprising thing you'll hear on this entire podcast. From the second half of the card, moving on to the match that I'm genuinely looking forward to, and I probably would have been looking forward to nine years ago, Edge versus Orton, last man standing. This should be tasty. Um, I'll... Again, can't see anything other. Me personally wouldn't wouldn't make it any other than an edge win. But is this the curveball? You always get some weird result that then is corrected over the course of the following <coughs> two months or whatever. But if they've had the foresight to see that the, the breaking news that the because uh, of the uh, the virus and the pandemic that things might be coming to a bit of a standstill over in Florida. Have they had the foresight to maybe give Edge the win now because they might not be able to do anything about it for a month's time? Maybe. I'm picking Edge. I'm, I'm just picking Edge. That's me. Straight off. Who's next? Stick me down for Edge. At this point in time, with his return, I can't see him losing. Um... It's one of those where I kind of agree with what you're saying about there's going to be there's going to be a curveball, there's going to be a surprise, and if I'm honest, if there was a match to pick for me that it's going to appear in when I looked through the list, I was like, Edge is definitely winning that one. However, so part of me thinks that this could be just weirdly Randy Orton ends up taking it for some reason. Um, but I think it's too soon after I just come back. I think it's probably just a, a done deal, really. Edge. Because he hasn't he hasn't actually had um, like a proper match yet either, has he? Since the he had the rumble, <clears throat> he got canned the night after. A bit, bit of to and throwing, eventually after. Uh, but not like I don't think there's been any real like physicality other than him 
for an MVP when uh, there was that whole sort of... Yeah, so, first official match back. I'm, I'm with you on that one. Shall we, uh, shall we go to the, the, the world's biggest Randy Orton fan down there in the, uh, the bottom? What is my bottom corner? might not be on Andy's. It is. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Matthew Moore. And, yeah, with the build up there, I am going to go with Randall. <laughs> Randall! Always pick Randall. I just, that, I, I just think it's that kind of, there's always that FU match where either Vince or someone within there has gone, everybody wants Edge to win. And sometimes i just got to let them know that I control it here. Kind of thing. And on top of that, maybe they're thinking, and maybe I'm like looking too far in the future. They want that edge win and that edge pop with the crowd because you can't tell me that they didn't sit there and go, oh, shit, that Royal Rumble um, pop was absolutely awesome. We want that pop, we want that pop again, kind of thing. So you kind of have the last man standing match, and everyone's like, oh man, that oh, edge didn't win. Okay then, but then there'll be some something else along along the line. So I'm gonna go with with Randy. Every every time that Randall gets mentioned, I was thinking of this guy. <laughs> Is that from Monsters Inc? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Any time his name comes up, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> Paul, to close that one up. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm with the, with you two on this one. So doesn't make much sense for uh, Edge to lose and. It's a last one standing match, therefore it's no disqualification. The guy lives in Florida, so I'm thinking there's going to be some form of Christian interference in this one. Obviously he's got history with both of them. It'll be a way to bring him back into the fold. Mm. Uh, yeah, so I reckon Edge will win, but with a little bit of um, help. Yeah, never even considered that. Probably a, a reasonable show. That is a good show. So that brings us to the halfway point for the, this this half of the card. So three quarters of the way through our predictions. <laughs> Onto the Raw Tag Team titles. I'll choose second favourite. Yeah! <laughs> <sighs> I have a feeling that I'm going to be making a coffee, opening a beer making some food during this one no offence gents but uh, the Street Profits the current Raw Tag Team Champions versus the recently thrown together Angel Gaza Mr. Adidas Popper Trousers himself and uh, Austin Theory probably too early for Austin Theory to um, get any kind of championship for me can't see anything other than a retain considering that it was only announced this week so within, you know, less than a week to go to WrestleMania, and Andrade miraculously has a rib injury, might be legit, just seems a bit strange after his uh, wellness policy violation of late, but maybe I'm putting two and two together and getting five, but I'm not I'm not convinced. I can't see them giving the, the titles to a brand new team that have not even had one match together. Street profits all the way for me. I don't even know who this guy is. Austin Theory? Yeah. He's been, he's, uh, he was a bowl champion. He's been on um, some of the NXT 
stuff of late as well. But you know when they did that uh, crossover, not so, and, and they did that made that whole fuss about showing an evolved event on the network. Yeah, been a big yeah. been a big part of that. Decent, decent for sure. Um, just said I reckon half the, the sort of Joe public that'll be tuning in might not know who he is. So it's a good way to get his name out, but I can't see him winning. But he's he's that type of guy that will make street profits look like an absolute million dollars. Mm. Which which is good for him, downside for everybody that really doesn't like street profits. So yeah, no street profits. Anybody disagree? Nope. No, no. no. Right, stick it all down in clean sweep there. Have you seen that sketchy spot though from Raw this week? Oh yes I have. That's nasty that one. I don't know whose fault it is, but Austin Dew's meant to be out there to catch the skinnier one of the street uh, profits. Yeah, I have seen that. <laughs> and then oh. runs out the way and he lands on his back. I'm like, oh dear me. <laughs> I'm going to start a... after WrestleMania. Oh no, right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> That that was like a full on like ten foot just slap oh, yeah. on the floor, wasn't it? <laughs> it looked pretty bad. It's like somebody was it put they've made like a like a gif of it already, like day 19 of isolation has got me like this. <laughs> Moving on to what could be then, again, another another candidate for, for match of the entire weekend if, they, if they're given the time and skip out on the interference. The Intercontinental Championship. Sami Zayn going in as Intercontinental Champion after scratching his way to the title against Braun Strowman, which nobody predicted from us guys at uh, the, the last prediction, versus the Planets Champion, Daniel Bryan. Matt's, Matt's, Matt's kind of grinning and shaking his head. Go on, Matt, you can go for it. <laughs> it's just the Planets Champion. <laughs> yeah, just... <laughs> I can't resist, I can't resist because every time I, it, it stops me from saying hippie, so hippie. <laughs> hippie. It's good, hippie. I'm well, going to go, go, go with Sami Zayn with this one. I think he hasn't had it for very long, and hopefully they, you know, see, they've seemed to have found a, a, a route to take him at the moment. You know, as opposed to where he was just, you know, a retread every time. Oh, oh, what a surprise! Sami Zayn's wrestling. Kevin Owens because they've had shit up matches in Ring of Honor, then they had shit up matches in NXT. So what should we, you know, surprise, surprise, that's what they're doing in NXT at the moment. Oh, what's happening? Johnny Gargano's wrestling Tommaso Ciampa again because you know, you're like mm, okay, you know, so at, at last he's broken away from that Kevin Owens side of things and kind of has this kind of, you know the group of people that have kind of been miscast through you know the past few years and in the WWE, so hopefully he'll keep the championship and for, for now on. Um, so yeah, Sami's in for me. Okay, got you down for that. Paul? Yeah, I'm serious about this one. I, I like to think that they've kept Sami out of the ring for a long enough time where to sort of build this character up. Now they've built the character up. Give him the legs, like, you know, give him a chance to sort of like progress with it you know, show what he can do with it. Obviously, give him, give him matches against people that are going to get the best out of him, like Daniel Bryan. Um, hopefully, he'll keep it for a long time. Cool. Andy? 
normally I'd be like Daniel Bryan for this one, but it, it's it's too soon for a title change. So let's uh, take me down for Sammy. Never too soon for a title change in Vince McMahon's eyes. No. And, you know, part of me is like, uh, it's WrestleMania, that's potentially a time to do something like that. But, no, I'm not feeling it. I'm going to play for points here. <laughs> Don't necessarily disagree with anything you guys have said, but title win, title win, right? So I'm going to pick Daniel Bryan to try and pick up a point here. Um, in theory, Sami Zayn should win. It's probably it's weird that like it's one of the rare times I think where, especially on the, the full card, where the champion is going in as the underdog for the match. But that's kind of always been like Sami's sort of stick anyway, isn't it? Really, like. Yeah. But recently, since the um, Gulak Daniel Bryan thing, to me that's working quite well. I've enjoyed certainly their interactions. Um, against Sami Zayn and Nakamura and Cesaro on SmackDown. That, that has, for me, has been my favourite part of SmackDown for the last few weeks. And Daniel Bryan, the bigger name, it's, this is, I think, because of Sami winning it recently, he should keep it, but this is my one where I'm going to call it as sort of out of left field, even though it kind of isn't, if that makes sense. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm picking Daniel Bryan, so that, that makes me uh, slightly different on that one. So, we've got three title matches to go. Two women's titles, and the WWE title. The big boy so, belt. The big, the big boy belt. So, we'll start with, for the first time ever, we need to get that in, because you know, it's the uh, NXT women's title has been defended on WrestleMania. So, this, this year's Royal Rumble winner, Charlotte Flair, versus the current NXT Women's Champion, the Nightmare, Rhea Ripley. Anybody want to want to lead off with this one? This this could be my sneaky pick for match of the weekend. It's got all the tools for, if they give them the time, so if they give them 20 to 30 minutes and just say, go out there, tear it up, do whatever you want, obviously, play the crowd. Oh, wait a minute. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they're both very good workers. <clears throat> They've got the talent and the skill set to basically put together a really good match. I know what I'd like to see, but I don't think it's going to happen. But I don't see them taking flare off there. Smack. No, it's on Raw. Mm-hmm. I can't see her taking off, I can't see him taking her off the Raw loop because she's on guaranteed ratings. She's guaranteed ticket sales for house shows. Blah blah blah. I know I don't matter at the minute, but <laughs> I, I don't know. I think she will win the match, but I can't see her moving to NXT full time. So, are you going to pull one of your uh, infamous DQ victories, or uh, 
Do they ever do that on Mania? They, they, they tend to not have like a lot of like screwy finishes at WrestleMania. Well, just saying WrestleMania 17 right now, but you know. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, everyone, everyone's favourite, uh, well, now DC hero slash villain. Got smashed with a chair, didn't he? It was the uh, screw finish with the um, Boston Rock thing. Just saying. Good. So, are you going, are you going for Charlotte? Yeah, but what a fucking massive win it would be if they if they, if they have Ripley win it. That's that's a fucking big statement. It makes her like the next big star the concussions of that. Yeah, I think I think and without jumping too far, I'm obviously just going to go straight into mine. Yeah, I'm I'm, lo- I'm locking you down. You're putting Charlotte, right? Yeah. Wow. I don't like it. <laughs> How far, how, how far behind your back with your arm twisted there? <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it's a bit like me picking the street profits early. You know it's probably going to happen, but it doesn't leave a good taste of it. Like I'm I'm picking Rhea. I'm I'm picking Rhea. Um, I think that she's. I think she is the, that injection that the women's division needs. And it's a bit of a strange way of doing it because she'll win, keep the title, but she's then on NXT. But if you, like the women's division on Raw and SmackDown is probably the thinnest it's been since like the women's evolution right now. Because which is mental when you consider the amount of talent we've got. Yeah, but their their biggest women's division right now is probably NXT, which is why they don't need Charlotte Flair to have that title. Um, yeah. I think that one you said about the ratings and stuff like that. The one reason that they would have to, to have Charlotte win is that it would help in the the, the Wednesday night war and the big fight against AEW. But yeah. I can't I can't see Charlotte Flair's inclusion drawing two hundred and fifty thousand extra viewers onto to NXT. It's not the I, I difference, has it? It's kind of it's gone down in fact since she's been yeah. on there. <laughs> it's, so yeah. I can I just can't. I, I can't see her winning that title, but I also, like you say, I think it, it gives, it makes Rhea a big star, ready for when they do, like, have a switch around and she does come to Raw and SmackDown, she will be a, a, a future focal point for one of the two main shows, so I'm picking Rhea Ripley. Andy? You don't like it. <laughs> See, it, it is one of them. It's like it's a bit of a between a rock and a hard place sort of situation. I I was fully expect. He's not in this match. <laughs> I was fully expecting a Paul Williams win by disqualification on this one, and then I was gonna I was I was gonna back him and be like, for for once, I agree. I actually think. There's going to be some kind of disqualification, some kind of loophole, so that they can get round it. Charlotte. You have Charlotte as well. Wow. Okay. There'll be right. there'll be something. They'll work something in, something that works to their advantage. But I'm saying Charlotte. Okay. That's down. So, is it going to be three-one in favour of uh, Charlotte Flair, 
Or is Matt going to balance out the predictions? I'm going to balance it out. I think it Rhea Ripley. I think there'll be something. She'll keep hold of it, but they'll make it look good. She'll probably drop the title to Tony Storm or someone like that um, in NXT, and then it'll be in in the like on the main roster when we all come back after Corona break. <laughs> Very briefly, while we're touching on the um, NXT Women's Division, how how much fun is Shotzi Blackheart's entrance? Have you guys seen it? Please tell me you've seen <laughs> I've seen it. Oh, you need to you need to Just look Google it. <laughs> so remember, like when you were a kid, and you would have like a tiny like scaled down tractor with pedals that you could sit on and like go like hell on it, and it didn't matter. That was your tractor. That was your thing. It's kind of the same except for it's a tiny tank and it's actually got <laughs> I'm pretty sure it works as well so that, that could be quite fun but yeah she, she's good as well I quite like it quite like the whole thing but it's it's, it's a fun entrance and it, imagine remember Wrestlemania a few years ago with Russo's entrance it's like that but when it's been through the tumble dry <laughs> worth a look for sure so We'll move on to the uh, the next women's title match, which is the Raw women's title. So this is this is the one that's kind of been nailed on and has been kind of a clear pattern before the Royal Rumble, I would say. I, I, probably going back to like Survivor Series even now, um, kind of around that time. So the, the winner of the Women's Elimination Chamber match, Shayna Baszler, takes on Becky Lynch for the Raw women's title. Will Becky Lynch essentially retain or win that title two years in a row at Wrestlemania everybody's looking kind of like that today is that a consensus who have we seen who have we seen since last year's Wrestlemania oh um you mean possibly Shane McMahon it's not there it's not it's not going to be Shimmer Man. You're wrong. It's, oh. it's that. It's that. Oh. What the world's the world's famous cage fighter, right? The Mrs. Dad. It's not going to jump off shit. Oh, jump. They're in the performance center. It's not. There's nothing high to jump off. <laughs> Just jump off the top of the building. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think what 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 Paul's getting to is uh, you, you alluding to a possible return. Yeah. I think it, it, it's going to be that. Much. Thing. The kind of the fake four horsewomen thing that they were trying to push with, obviously because she's got uh, two other people that don't seem to ever wrestle, but yeah, get involved in everything as well. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck are they doing? I, I, that drives me insane every time they turn up on NXT. I'm like, what do you do? You do? You don't do anything. Um, four horsewomen. Uh, so, is that is that a straight up Shayna Baszler prediction there for Matt? Yeah, it's boring. Yeah. I hate it. She's, she's <laughs> terrible. Uh, she's not terrible, but it's not. It's not been done quite as well as I would have hoped. But I still, I don't like. Her. I don't like her. I don't. I don't find her interesting or engaging or kind of thing. I don't find her matches any interesting either. I just, it's yeah, it's a bit. 
I just don't. I, I, I don't see where they're gonna go with. Is she gonna be this all conquering kind of thing? Because that's what they're gonna build her as. Because that's what she was in NXT. Or they're just gonna bury her like they buried Oscar, and then you're gonna start building her back up again. Ultimately, somewhere down the line, it's got to come to Baszler rousing at some point. Yeah. Because that that is money left on the table if they don't do like essentially cage fighter versus cage Absolutely fighter. Absolutely agree. So yeah, um. I can't, I can't disagree with anything Matt said, other than the fact that she's terrible. Because she's not terrible. She's just still learning. I think. I think she's just, she's one of them where she's a victim of, <laughs> I'd say previous success, but in the sense of she was kind of half, half a half known name before she even started. So she yeah, was I think it's, the, it's the package that I don't. I, I think it's just the whole kind of thing. You know, it's going to be what they do with Grant because they're going to want to get the money's worth while he's still, while people still give a shit about him. So it'll be pushed like I think I said to you guys the other day. He'll, he'll have the tag chat. He'll have the tag title before the end of the year with Mojo, and we'll all be pissed off about it. But we knew it's coming because Vince is full chump for footballers, but then now he's got a famous one that his desk will be lifted. <laughs> but will he? Will he actually try and keep drafting him into the, the, the raw, like the, the wrestling stuff, or will he try and slide him off into the XFL? <laughs> yeah. Well, go, go, go and do two weeks of the XFL. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, 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 you actually, he'll, turn, he'll turn up as the uh, one of the franchises that will get an anonymous GM with a laptop and it'll end up being gruff. The Texas, the Houston Rough Riders. Or <laughs> the Seattle Dragon or something like that. <laughs> the Rough Riders sounds like some sort of dodgy weekend away. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway. It's remember when that was a thing? <laughs> Um, right, okay, Andy, Baszler or Lynch? <laughs> Baszler. Okay. Paul? Oh. But I, I agree with Paul that there's a potential return on the cards there. somewhere but maybe just not yet because of the restrictions but it will happen at some point so gents that brings us to the final match in the 63 and a half hour card that we've got ahead of us the winner of this year's Royal Rumble Drew McIntyre versus the Beast Incarnate and current WWE Champion Brock Lesnar will it be that thing that we've talked about between ourselves for a few weeks now where it's Claymore kick, Claymore kick, Claymore kick. McIntyre raises the WWE title to the roar of the air conditioning. I think it was Matt that said that's really. Packed in sounds as someone proposed. <laughs> <laughs> How fucking stupid do you think we are? If there's like, ah, no, you're like, no, no, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, they're missing a trick by not having the wrestlers in the crowd, like, the. Yeah, the guys. I mean, like, Caricatures all two meters apart. <laughs> <laughs> it was it's brilliant. I mean, 
sorry for Drew McIntyre now. And like, I mean, I did beforehand anyway, because let's face it, three and B. But like, <laughs> it, it's one of them where like he has genuinely worked his backside off to get to where he is. Gets given the, the biggest win of his career. He was absolutely like interview after interview after the rumble, and he was like, any time there was a picture of the WrestleMania side, he was straight away like kind of really playing up to it. And like, if there's like an urban dictionary for like for phrases, like this situation has got to be like right up there with a based on his parade bit because it's just awful. Like, I feel really like I just feel really bad for him. And like, part of me wants Lesnar to win now to to bank this one for another time because McIntyre's developed such a like a, a much stronger character out of off the back of winning the Rumble and people like he, he's come across as likeable they've let, let him have a bit more time and I think people would stick behind him if he lost as long as they don't do a Braun Strowman with him as long as they keep that momentum going and not absolutely just kill it flat by and like making him lose to somebody like you know maybe only had two or three matches like I want him to keep this I don't want him to ruin he might, he might not get a WrestleMania moment out of it, put it that way, but he'll get a SummerSlam one, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. for that, for that I'm, I'm picking Lesnar. I think Lesnar will win. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on the same boat. I'm, just, I'm picking Lesnar just because of how strong they've had McIntyre look in the last couple of weeks. So, all the stuff where he gave him the three Claymores in, at Raw, and then so on, and it's just... It's, it's that it's that classic situation where they're building up the, the challenger to look so to so to look so good against the champion, and then they'll just have the uh, the anti climax of uh, yeah, but it's it's not Lesnar, so it's it can't be. That's two two votes for Broccoli Rob so far. Is Andy going to make it three? No, look at him. He loves him. Loves a bit of Lesnar. I've said it before, and I'll keep saying it until something changes. There's very rarely going to be a time that I'm going to go against Broccoli Rob. It's just, it's just the way it is. The man is the epitome of wrestling. Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've, I've put it down on the page. I'm. Going no extra points maybe for is any, anybody predicting that he might try and pull out a shooting star press at this year's uh, WrestleMania? <laughs> I, know, I know it's been a while. I know that joke has been flogged before, but I've recently I've recently rewatched that match and it st- still makes me cringe. Now it was awful. Um, all right, final pick of the night then, Mister Moore. I'm I'm going to go Drew McIntyre. <laughs> was that Drew Drew McIntyre? <laughs> Drew Ma- Ah, shut up. He's a mark for Drew, that's all. Uh, he's, I mean, I, I was, I'd seen him a couple of times on the indies before, like just before he went to NXT, and he was head and shoulders above like, guys guys who were in like, NXT now and stuff like that. Yeah. Seemed very Mark Andrew, I guess so. Um, <laughs> that's um, the real reason you like him. <laughs> but I just think, I think. They got it right. They got it right with him, and you know, you could probably like 
if if there, if there was going to be crowds at Raw, or if there was going to be crowds at wherever he goes to next, then he could do the whole arc and get it done and the apologetic face and all that kind of thing. You can't say that to nobody. Oh, it just he just looked like a, a pussy kind of thing. It's kind of not worked for want of a better phrase, and it's just going to kind of fall flat. So I think they've got to, if if he wins and then he carries it through to to SummerSlam and he has a moment beating you know a Corbin or someone like that, like someone that everybody hates, like and and kind of have that kind of moment at, at SummerSlam. Hopefully, I just I just it seems a shame to waste a build that they've had on him to just say, oh well, you know, you weren't going to get your WrestleMania moment. Well, you kind you you kind of get a half a one. Because you win a title at WrestleMania, and you know, yeah, maybe ten years time ago, oh, was that the one where you recorded it in front of nobody? Yeah, yeah. Twenty years, no one will think about that. Yeah, so this, this is the problem. Like, everyone's like, everyone's saying this. Oh, yeah, you'll you'll get your WrestleMania win, but I mean, this. Let's be honest. This is WrestleMania and everything. It's in name only. This is this is this is just like a. This is like an NXT thing, basically. There's people at NXT, so... <laughs> yeah. it's, 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 it's a pointless exercise, but I think it's yeah. one of the things where they've done the build and what were they going to do? Because you could say, all right, well, we'll push it, push it back a month. But, you know, I said, you know like, like, you, like you said before, you know, people have organised honeymoons and stuff like that. Well, at least they haven't said, oh, we'll push it back a month. Because then if those people said, well, oh, you pushed it back a month, well then, yeah, your insurance perhaps, is, perhaps won't cover you for that kind of thing, or you won't be able to afford to go to WrestleMania. If you've got 90% of your money back from this WrestleMania, then you can perhaps go to another WrestleMania. And no, it's, it's not what you wanted, but at least you might be able to go one day, as opposed to going, well, actually, we'll push it back a month, or we'll push it kind of, you know, because they're always going to have WrestleMania. There's, there's no way that it's, you know, it's not going to be like, you know, oh, they're going to have first time ever cancelled WrestleMania. Um, <laughs> but, but they're not going to do that. It's going to be, you know, we're going to have WrestleMania and we're going to have, have it no matter what. It's, it's, quite, it's just quite a strange time, like, all around the world, like, with, with all this. And for, if, if they have, if they, if they have got enough film, great. If they haven't, and Raw goes off the air, it's not like a live, or it's not even like a taped version of Raw. It's going to be that heartbreaking thing for them as well. They like to announce it's like the longest running weekly episodic television show in history. I haven't written that down. That's just drilled into me week on week by by uh, the announce team there. But like, it, it genuinely will be a weird thing where it'll be a week without a new a new episode, which they've not done in. Well, over twenty-five years. Right. I mean, if he gets, gets to that point, don't don't even think that they won't do something where they cobble together a clip show and have Cole or Triple H or anybody in the office in Stanford, and they'll just basically film a couple of like little vignettes, piss them in in the middle of all the clips that they're going to put in from previous Raws. They'll still class it as a new one. And they'll keep doing that each week until it gets to the point where they can start taping stuff again. They won't, well, this, they won't let it die. This this week's Raw was, um, you had, Becky Lynch came out, 
did a little bit of a promo. Then they proceeded to show her match against Charlotte and Ronda Rousey. And I'm like, well, I'll fast forward through this because I've seen this before. And then Brock Lesnar came out and they showed Brock against Rey Mysterio from SummerSlam. And I'm like, I've seen this before. And so, um, but the, you know, so I was like, oh, I'll fast forward through that as well because I've seen that. So they'll, they'll piece things together, but they'll find somewhere. They'll yeah. find somewhere to, to, that they can do a little sly filming of something. That Becky Lynch thing from, from Raw this week really caught me off guard as well because it's normally it's like, right, you're coming out, I'm going to cut my promo, I'll, I'll mention something about a particular part in a match by name and show like a 30 second clip of it. <laughs> no, <laughs> just, showed, just showed the full match. Including and, like, and, entr- and entrances yeah. as well. I was like, what the hell is going on here? Full entrances. I'm like, all right, so really fill it for time today. <laughs> Three hours is a long time to fill. <laughs> it is. I was like, Jesus. So we've 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 got it. We've done all the predictions. Uh, we're all the way through WrestleMania. We we will find out if Mister Moore actually gets to uh, retain that title and maybe get to to have it at some point in person, or whether or not Andy can just keep it there instead, or who knows <laughs> who, who knows right now when we'll ever see that title again in person. <laughs> Um, but uh, just just before we go as well, I uh, just wanted to give a little mention to a, a group who are based locally to me in Hull uh, by the name of WrestleCares. They are on Facebook as WrestleCares or they are on Twitter at, at CaresWrestle. Um, they are a wrestling-based charity and they do stuff for underprivileged kids, um, not just in the Hull area because they do stuff. They do competitions through their Facebook page, which they're doing every week for the next couple of weeks as well. Um, just your standard Facebook kind of competitions, liking and sharing, do a bit of comment and stuff on there. But they do um, giveaways of like shoeboxes, basically full of wrestling-related stuff for just to raise awareness. And if if you've got anything that you want to kind of put their way, maybe not right now whilst it's everything on lockdown. But if you've got a bit of merch or memorabilia or anything that you're not really keen on keeping, you don't really want around anymore, it might be worth giving them a shout because they might be able to to make somebody's day by, by donating it that way. But yeah, give them, give them a look, Wrestle Cares. Um, but yeah, other than that, I am all done. Um, I've got plenty of beers stockpiled, ready for ready for the weekend's festivities. Enjoy WrestleMania for, <laughs> for, for uh, you know, as, as much as you can. It'll be a bit of a different one, and, and hopefully you, you've stuck with us in the podcast in uh, a different format. And thanks very much for... Amply for sorting all this out for us as, as usual. All right. Anybody else got anything? No. Nothing no. from me. Enjoy the uh, show that's called WrestleMania, but is anything but Gronkmania. Gronk. Oh, God. <laughs> It'll make you want to take a Gronk. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> There you go. What do you think to that? Second part done, and uh, and that's that's that for WrestleMania for this year. All's left to do is watch it, see who wins the predictions, see who wins all the uh, all the matches. Who have you got in your predictions? Why don't you uh, jump over to CookieCast, send us those predictions, and we'll uh, add them to ours and see how well you do. 
maybe you could win the belt. Uh, if you're if you're watching us on YouTube, why don't you tell a friend to do the same? Make sure you're subscribing. If you're not watching us on YouTube, then jump over there, subscribe and share. So yeah, there we go. Two parts done, and uh, still as good as always. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Bye.